Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My gran says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. The thing that I fought tooth and nail to bring my son into is Dungeons and Dragons. That is the ultimate solution to parenthood. I'm Alexis Ohanian. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. I talked to Rain Wilson. I wanted to learn more about Rain's advice to play D&D with your kids. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Hello. Hey, Joe. Hey, hey, it's Todd Hancock here in Vancouver. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Just yeah. uh, hanging out with the kid. Yeah, yeah. Yep, my kids are on the way to school as well. Right uh, well, thank you, man, for, for taking some yeah. time here to join us in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, man. I would love to go back to the beginning, Joe, with you before you're in bands and stuff and and find out what's the music in the Lewis house as a kid growing up. Like, what are the what are the bands your parents are playing and exposing you to? My, my parents liked a lot of like stuff like uh, you know, like Prince and all that, like a lot of kind of like '80s funk stuff. And yeah. Chic and whatnot. Uh, I didn't really try. I, I when I was a kid, I just listened. To, I listened to a lot of rap. I didn't really start expanding my musical taste until I got older. And then. Uh, you know, as I got older, I got really into like like punk rock stuff, stuff from like the late seventies punk rock, and then uh, you know, um, and then after that, I kind of you know, got into everything else, I guess. So. Yeah, and so as a kid, you're listening to, the, to to rap. Like, what what's the what are the bands that are grabbing you? And you know, at, at that age, uh, I used to listen to A Ball and MJG a lot. Oh wow! Uh, uh, you know, a lot of Ghetto Boys, Starface solo stuff, and then like uh. You know, and he had like all the dog, like the Tupac and B, all, all like the main, like kind of like the other stuff, the obvious stuff too, you know. But those were probably my main two or three. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then, and then it's to punk. Uh, and how do you make the correlation to the style of music that you play with your band? I was, I was never trying to, I could never, I was never a rapper, you know. Like, yeah. You know, as far as like whenever I started playing guitar and all that, you know, it's kind of you know, a bunch of different stuff at that point. But, uh, you know, I always felt like punk and blues were similar in styles and whatnot. You know, you're talking about like hardships or whatever. And, you know, it's got a lot of the same chord movements and whatnot, you know. So, yeah. And what was yeah. the first concert that you attended? How old were you? you know, I was in high school. I went with some, I used to hang out with some crazy skater kids. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, same. You know, <laughs> went to uh, so what was the first? I think the first show I probably went to was like somebody, some local, you know. There used to be this band called Black Pistol Fire or something like that. Oh yeah, they're um, Canadian. Well, actually, they're a couple I mean, guys from Texas. I, I mean, think uh, that burned up to Canada. They're based out of Toronto now. No, yeah, they uh, not them. I, I said the wrong thing. That was, that was way a long time ago. It was a uh, Black Pistol Pump or something like that. It's some crazy, some weird. I know what you're talking about. I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this band is like kind of like metal band that would play on Sixth Street, and they would uh, 
the club would let us in through the back, you know, for some reason. I don't know why. I think somebody's dad knew one of the people that worked there. I don't know what happened, but they used to let us hang out in the back and nice the road and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Day. That's cool. And how old were you when you started your first band? Remember I started playing out? I was probably 20. Oh, no way. That's that's fairly old in, in you yeah. know, retrospect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, like, I, like, I didn't start playing guitar until I was like 19, 20. Also, you know, I kind of just picked it up late. Wow. Like, Interesting. I, wasn't a, I didn't really come from an art family, so I found I came into a lot of things when I got older, you know. Yeah. Who was I talking to the other day? Um, do you know uh, Alter Bridge, Mark Tremonti? No. Anyway, like, just, I mean, it's like, the nucleus of Creed, when they split up in you know the mid two thousands, they formed this band called Alter Bridge, with uh, Miles Kennedy, the guy that's singing with Slash. Anyway, Mark, oh, yeah. yeah, Mark, I I yeah, Mark said the same thing that he was kind of a late bloomer, and it surprised me because you know when you get guys like you and like Mark that are really you know gifted at, at, at playing, it, it's surprising to hear that it's like you know when you hear like oh wow I didn't start playing until I was sixteen, so I was twenty. I was like, what, really? Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're six albums in now. You're a couple EPs as well. Does it get easier to write and record songs over the years? Oh, uh, I think it gets harder because you kind of get like a, you kind of just get like, it just gets, it's easier. It just, the, the more you do it, I, I feel like it's harder to come up with newer stuff, you know? Mm. Uh, like original stuff and not kind of ripping yourself off almost. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's hard to explain. It's like kind of, it's easy to do stuff in the beginning, but to keep it going, you know, it's harder. Kind of with anything, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you kind of just, you know, it also becomes more of a job. <laughs> so you have to play. Right. It's not as exciting as it was when I was like, when I was first started doing it. You know what I mean? Well, of course, dude. I mean, so, you get the the first record, you have as much time in the world to put that one out. And now there's suddenly yeah, yeah. pressure to you know follow up the success you know yeah it's definitely tougher yeah yeah of course when i when i mentioned that uh, you were going to be a guest of the podcast there's a bunch of black joe lewis uh, fan questions i'd love to get to some of those here yeah. darren wants to know what are you binge watching lately if you get time uh i watch i watch a lot of like i like i like the show called uh love after lockup and then uh a lot of 98 beyonds i watch a lot of trash tv <laughs> That's awesome. Karen wants to know: Do you believe aliens have visited Earth? Uh, I think yeah, probably. I don't see why it wouldn't have. You know, like uh, I don't know if it's like everybody says it is, but I don't see why it couldn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably more uh, you know, far fetched to suggest that we haven't been visited. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny though that if we have been and and the and the governments across the world have just kind of tried to suppress it, it's like why? Like why? Why would we try to suppress that? To me, you got the whole uh, the religion angle where people want to believe that uh, like God just created us or whatever. I think it's that right. kind of angle. That's probably it. Yeah, I mean, you think of the 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 mass bulk of wars is because of religion. So you're probably right. Probably bang on there. Yeah. Steve wants to know. I'm curious about this as well. Steve wants to know what was it like playing Letterman? You get to hang out with the guy at all? Is there? Oh uh, yeah. Is no, not really. Is there more pressure when you're playing to like you know one song to you know there's millions of people watching? 
Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, it's more pressure when you just do one because if you, you screw up, you know, you're kind of, it's like the only thing you're doing. Right. Whereas, like, if you're playing a full set, you know, it's not as big a deal. But, uh, and also in a yeah, full you, set, like, you know, you're truly not clicking until, what, four or five songs in, right? Like, it takes a while for you to really get to that peak playing, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes, you know, every night's different. But yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's like freezing cold in there, too. <laughs> Is it really, huh? Yeah, yeah they well, keep it really cold. What was it, what was it like? Do you get to talk to him at all? or? Uh, not really. I mean, he shook his hand at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's like a megastar. He doesn't really, you know. Oh, he's massive. I think I think I think he liked this because he. I, I've noticed that he, he talked to us more than he does the other bands. Like most of the time, he doesn't even say anything to him. <laughs> right. So he. So both times we actually we were on there twice. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, both times he was uh he was cool with us. Yeah, yeah that's great. So, I think he's one of the best, uh, you know, late night hosts for sure. And, yeah. And so, how does that work? You obviously have like promo people dealing with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I think we had a whoever booking agent was at the time probably got that set up. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got that's all the kind of stuff you kind of do. Like when you're when you're a new band, yeah. Um, well, even when you're an established band, I'm sure you know if you talk to Pearl Jam or the Rolling Stones, you know they'd be like, "Fuck yeah, man, I want to play Letterman. Why wouldn't you want to play that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on legalized marijuana. It's been a, just over a year here in Canada now. Oh, I think it's it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's like it's like Texas sucks. You know, if you get caught with it, you go to jail still. So really, it's the way it should be. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't really do anything. I don't, I don't know why people like it here so much. Wow. But uh, like uh, yeah, it's just an excuse to lock people up. You know. Oh, it's incredible, the incarceration rate in the States, you know, not that I know the numbers, I'm I'm not, you know, studied like that, but I, you know, just reading and, and it's just staggering the amount of people that get put away for smoking dubs or like, you know, having a bit of weed in the car or whatever, like what the? Yeah, I don't don't understand it. Uh, You know, it seems like we got like a president now that kind of wants to move things backwards, you know, like away from that direction, you know, so. Yeah. I don't understand why people want want that in their lives. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they've they've created like this big fear of something that they feel like they need to be protected from. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Man. It's, Texas sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the new motto for uh, for Texas, Joe. I'm going to be uh, you know I'm aware of your your time. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I, do, I have a couple more questions and then I'll let you go. And thank you again for. Uh, for doing this, I'll I'll give you an oddball and then probably the toughest question for you. Yeah. Ha- have you ever had a near death experience, and not necessarily where you you're walking to the light or whatever you're floating yeah. over your body, more like holy crap, I could have died there. Yeah, I was eating that taco cabana a long time ago, and I was like choking on a fajita. No, and like and like nobody like everybody just sat there and looked at me and shit. And I was like. I'm not trying to like force it down with some water, and then like the water just started coming on my nose. It was like eventually I kind of like bared it out, like it kind of I got it to go down or something, or I coughed it. Up. I can't remember, but wow! But I remember being like, "Oh yeah, that, that was pretty scary." Yeah, like looking around, nobody's helping. Like really, really? Yeah, like, everybody nobody? looking at me. I was like, I was like, like leaning side to side, making all these noises and shit. <laughs> and then uh, everybody sat there fucking looking at me. So eating their fajitas. 
Yeah, like, uh, but it, it, it worked out. Well, wow. <laughs> wow. All right, the tough question, or it could be easy. I'm not, you know, maybe you've got a, a, an easy one here, but can you nail it down to one career highlight? Um, playing on Letterman or something like that, you know. Yeah, I think that was probably, like, the biggest thing we've ever done. And yeah, we did it twice. Good. Yeah, so. I mean, the, the Letterman's awesome. You guys play a ton of festival. Like, Lollapalooza had to be awesome. Yeah, it was all right, you know, but those festivals are all, they're all, Dime a dozen, you know, like I think uh, doing the Letterman thing was probably yeah the the biggest. So. Yeah. Or just getting to quit my day job. <laughs> that cool. That's a career highlight right there in itself, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right on, Joe. Well, thank you, man, for taking some time out of your day to to join us. Uh, your band's Twitter and Instagram pages are simply at Black Joe Lewis. Yeah. Beauty. All right. Well, thanks again for doing this, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys online. All right, man, cool. The Toddcast Podcast. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Toddcast Podcast. Contained herein are the heresies of Redolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Redolf Bantwine, wherever podcasts are available. <laughs>